Today's video is all about staying financially resilient during this current coronavirus market crash. People are freaking out at the moment. There is so much uncertainty. Never mind months and years from now, day-to-day -day things change drastically, not only within the country they live in, like me in the UK, but globally. So hopefully today's video can give you a bit more clarity, confidence and reassurance on how best to navigate through these difficult times. So if that interests you, stay tuned. Hi, my name is James Corsier and welcome to the Money Paradox podcast. Yes, this is the third video, the third week. I am covering this really important topic of the coronavirus and how we best deal with it. And the reason I'm spending so much time on this area is because this is a once in a century situation. The way this is impacting economies on a local level, but also on a global level is huge. And how this is going to ensue over the coming days, months and years, we don't know, but it could absolutely be huge. So knowing how to deal with it is really important. So I'm going to cover three main areas. First two is really about seeing it for what it is, not more or less than what it is. Don't put your head in the sand. Don't underplay the situation. This is big and it needs your attention to be able to do well through this situation. But equally, we don't want to freak out. We don't want to exaggerate it. We don't want to go off the rails and do things rash or uh, illogical because of what's going on because that could hurt us too and then once we've addressed the two extremes the third thing is then reframing it not from a negative but to a positive what opportunities can something like this bring to you both from an investment opportunity but also from your own personal situation what are the job opportunities what else can you do within your investments? What else can you do to realize about your health that you need to maybe put a bigger focus on it, okay? Use this as a way to make your life even better, not just surviving what is a difficult situation. Okay, so let's go through the first, situa first uh, topic, which is uh, not to underplay it. Don't just put your head in the sand. I see a lot of people out there almost ignore almost ignoring it, you know, carrying on as if nothing's happening or maybe underplaying it, not seeing it for what it is, a really big situation. You know, companies are massively reacting to this. Governments are hugely reacting to this. Many companies across the world globally are laying off thousands, hundreds of thousands of people as a result of the coronavirus. Huge amounts of companies have shut their doors. You know, they are making no money. In fact, they're probably loss making at the moment. Many people's jobs are at risk. Uh, many people's investments have dropped a huge amount. As I said last week, stock markets have crashed kind of 20, 30%. Um, businesses are hugely struggling. So if you own a business, not just employees, but actually if you own a business, you know, you, there is a serious threat of your business actually going out of business. So we definitely don't want to underplay this. So I would encourage you to go through each of the areas that this uh, 
uh, market crash, this coronavirus pandemic is hitting you and then look at how best to address it. So for example, is your job at risk? Have you lost your job or have you stopped being able to work? Think about what is being impacted on you right now, but also potentially for the future because you losing your ability to earn is huge, okay? So don't go crazy with it, but think really seriously, right? If your job's at risk, you wanna be thinking straight away, how, what do I do within my job to make sure I'm one of the few people they do keep? How am I making sure I add as much value as possible so that I'm one of those few people that are working during the current coronavirus crash? So for example, it might be moving to another area within the business that's actually helping resolve this pandemic. Maybe it's moving into another job that's addressing the pandemic directly, you know? So instead of going from the services sector like pubs and restaurants and so on, you could go into the health sector where the people are crying out for more support. Maybe the logistics sector, people are massively crying out for delivery of stuff, delivery of food, goods because people are uh, homebound, delivery of products into hospitals. Can you temporarily or maybe even permanently use this as an opportunity to move into a different job where you can actually secure money, cash flow each week, each month to be able to stay financially afloat, but also potentially even make more money in the short term or long term. See this as an opportunity. Investment. Your investments might have sat there and dropped a huge amount. Is this an opportunity to take stock? Actually, hmm, now I think about it, was that the best investment approach for me given my current situation? Maybe you can use this as an opportunity to change your approach, either to readjust your, your pre-existing investments to a new approach, something more financially stable and strong, or to cut your losses on what, what you invested before, leave that as it is, and then going forward, uh, change to something a bit more stable. Someone literally uh, yesterday reached out to me and was very worried because they had invested into a one particular stock that went down a huge amount. Now, they genuinely believed that stock had huge potential going forward and in the long run would do well. But through this current market crash, they realized that they put all of their money or a lot of their money into one particular investment. And it was only something like that that helped them see that that was putting effectively all their eggs in one basket. And that was dangerous given their current situation. So this was a learning for them. It was a learning so that going forward, they wanted to diversify. They wanted to invest in uh, a wider set of investments, but also investments that on the whole were less volatile, so protected their financial situation. So maybe this is an opportunity for you as well, just like that. You know, I'm a big proponent of a portfolio approach, just like the Ray Dalio All Weather Fund. I can link to one of my other videos that talks through that. But, you know, so many of, my, uh, so many of the people that I work with that use that, they are so happy actually at the moment. And the reason is, is because the stock market crashed a huge amount, but that portfolio has done really well over the last few months. And that's because it invests also in long-term government bonds and gold, both of which have gone up a huge amount over the last few months, because they are the types of assets that go up in these difficult economic 
times. <clears throat> if you've got a business that is struggling, again, don't just freak out. Sorry, don't just kind of underplay this and think it's going to go away in a month. We're just going to have a month cool down and things are going to sort out again. You know, you want a scenario plan. You want to think worst case scenario, right? Um, given what I'm currently doing right now, how long have I got until my business will go out of business? Yeah, Is it three months, six months, 12 months? The shorter it is, the more dangerous it is. You know, I've got strong ties to government, the NHS and so on, and everybody's pretty much telling me around four months of a lockdown, certainly in the UK, is most likely. But it could be shorter than that. It could be longer than that. We could be having this for a year. We don't no, this is new territory for us as uh, as a country, but also as the world. So you really want to be thinking, how long can I last? And, and is that enough? And if it isn't for the worst case scenario, then you want to be doing more to basically make it so that you've got as long as possible to be able to survive. Because once we get over this, which we will, I think there'll be a strong rebound. You know, everybody's going to be locked up tight, doing nothing for ages. As soon as those doors are open, people are going to want to travel. They want to go out. They're going to want to drink. They want to celebrate the end of this pandemic. So as long as you can get through this temporary situation, then you will be fine. You just need to be able to survive that time period, which is undefined. Right. So, um, I want to tie this to something bigger and I, I can do a bigger video on this in future but for me I'm a big fan of cycles and you have these short-term debt cycles right they're kind of five to seven years but you also have these much bigger ones and the last time we had something like this was back in the 30s the start of the end of this cycle happened in 2008 and that is like the 1929 to 1932 Great Depression, okay? So that's roughly the last time we had a situation like that. Now, after that Great Depression, okay, that ended in 1932, we had another market crash, and that was in 1937. So if this crash plays out into a much bigger Again, another recession, which, to be honest, from my perspective, is likely. Might be short, might be long. We don't know how long it will be. But, you know, a lot of people are saying this is likely to play out into recession just because of how much of an impact it is having on the economy. So let's look back to the 1937. What happened then? Because that's probably the closest analogy we have to what's going on right now. Well, 1937 to 1938, there was another market crash, about a year, okay? So this crash might take a year, okay? It might not just be a little blip, might not just go straight back up. It could well take a long time. But this is the key point. When it did correct in 1938, okay, it went back up, but it kind of went up and then went back down over a very long period of time. And it didn't really start to recover properly, sustained positive growth until 1942. So if you think about it, that is five years, 1937 to 1942, five years, okay? So I'm not saying we're gonna have difficult times for five years. What I'm saying is that is absolutely a possibility. 
yes, we're not going to be locked down in our houses for five years, but this could spur on something much bigger, right? When you get into a recession, it's very difficult often to get out of it because interest rates are so low, the normal measures governments use to get out of recessions are much more difficult, okay? So what I'm saying is plan for the worst, okay? So think, if this does go on for five years, right? Then what? Then am I still safe? You know, when you're adapting to your businesses, your your job opportunities, investment, think about, well, what happens if it goes on for that long and can I still navigate through that? On the other side, don't freak out, okay? Don't overreact, right? I see a lot of people, they're really getting crazy. People have just got like small health issues or getting a bit of a cold or a headache or something, you know, and it's highly unlikely it's coronavirus, but people are feeling it, you know, people feel more and well because of it. The fact they're often staying at home a lot of the time, making them stressed, you know, feeling restricted. It's, all, it's like being imprisoned, right? And so as a result of that, everything becomes more heightened and often in a negative way. So don't emotionally overreact, just genuinely in your day-to-day with the people, friends, family, and so on, because that isn't gonna help things. But also in terms of what's happened to you, if you've, ha- if you've lost your job, if your investments have gone down, don't act rash, don't flip out as a result of it and do something silly in the short term that could make it worse for you, right? If your investments have dropped, don't just sell out as soon as you see it. Think calm, think about the longer picture, think about worst case scenarios, think about all your opportunities and options. And then from that place, make a decision, right? You wanna make a decision from a considered place, not from an emotionally reactive place. A big thing I'd also encourage you to do, given what's going on at the moment, if you're emotionally overreacting at the moment, is meditate. Meditate generally is a huge, huge uh, positive for something like this. But in, in particular, if it's your finances, you can do meditation specifically on that. There's one that I love that uh, is by a guy that's a huge advocate of the kind of financial independence lifestyle and staying resilient through these kinds of periods. Uh, he's got a really kind of tongue-in-cheek meditation, but it's super valuable. So I can definitely recommend that in the, in the, in the show notes. Okay, so don't underplay it, but also don't overplay it. Don't freak out as a result of the current market crash. Now, lastly, I want to talk about opportunities. Yes, this is unsettling times. Yes, it is worrying, okay? But be specific. Actually, I want to talk about one other thing before I move on to opportunities. This is really important. When we worry, okay, we freak out, our mind tends to loop, goes over and over and over the same thing, okay? And if you think about it, the best way to deal with worrying is to really understand why we worry and then look to resolve the cause of it, the underlying root of the worry. So when we start to worry and we're freaking out, okay, think, okay, what is it specifically is causing us to worry? So often we just think we're just generally worried. We're generally worried about the coronavirus or our health or our finances. But if it's general, we can't address it. There's nothing specifically to put our finger on and say, how do we how do, we do better? How do we 
make that go away, right? So if I'm worried about, if I'm worried about my finances, okay, what is it specifically? Is it because I'm worried about losing my job? Okay, well, if that's the case, what can I do specifically to mean that I improve my chances of not losing my job? Or what other things could I do to get a, a better job that's more reliable? Or if I'm worried that my finances are going to go down further, what is it specifically I can do to improve that situation? Be specific and then you can be specific in how you address it, okay? The other thing to think about is the specific thing you're worrying about. Is it something that you can control, influence, or just have no control over? If you can control it, if you can directly control the outcome, then absolutely that's something to worry about and then address, okay? Do the things you need to do to control it and change it. If you can influence it, recognize you don't have full control, do the things that you can do, do everything you can, but that's it, that's all you can do, right? You, once you know you've done everything you can do, you can kind of let it go, right? Because it's out of your control beyond that point. And then lastly, if you're genuinely out of your control, you have no influence or control over it, then there's no point worrying about it, right? Because if you think about it, you cannot influence it. You can't change the outcome. So you can kind of give your brain permission to just stop worrying about it. I know that sounds easier said than done, but just going through that logic in your mind often allows your mind to just go, okay, well, there's no point worrying about it, right? And then it allows the brain to just switch off. And that goes on to my final point, which is why we actually worry. You know, often people don't think about that. Worrying is a very sensible thing the brain does. It's very clever. It's just saying, the brain is saying, James, James, you need to put attention on this area. This is a risk for you, or this is an issue for you. You need to address this. The coronavirus is going on, there's a pandemic everybody's freaking out, there's a lot of uncertainty, there's a lot of things here that could impact you. I want you to address this. I want you to think about what's going on and how this is causing risks or issues to your situation so that we can make sure we don't get into negativity as a result of that. We don't get into some really difficult situations. That is absolutely sensible. In fact, that is a great thing that the brain does. As if we didn't worry, we may not look to address something like this, right? So recognize that your brain is actually being pretty clever, okay? It just needs to be addressed, it, just like pain. If you have pain in your body, there's a reason for it, okay? So understand why that pain is happening, acknowledge it, look to resolve it, and often that is how the pain goes away, just like that, okay? The, the brain is very, very clever. You just need to go to the root of it rather than trying to avoid it. That would just make it worse, right? Okay, enough about worrying. And let's talk about something a bit more positive, the opportunities that come from something like this. It's too easy to go to the negative and try to survive. And that's human nature, okay? We are a species that are built around surviving, okay? That's our primary motive, our primary kind of modus operandi, and that's why we worry. That's why we freak out in these kind of situations, okay? We default to that. But if we can take steps to reframe from a negative mindset to a positive mindset, that can make all the difference. It can make us happy and positive, and 
see things that we wouldn't necessarily see. If we look from a negative perspective, that's what we'll find. If we ask negative questions, we'll get negative answers. But if we ask positive questions, we get positive answers, okay? So instead of saying, oh, how do I survive this? We say, what opportunities do I have from this situation? How can I make the best of this situation? What great things can I do today to make my life better or other people's lives better? And we start to get a much more positive outcome. We start to get better things from it and we start to feel better as a result. So for example, something I'm looking at, properties at the moment are, the property market has gone crazy. Transactions have fallen through the floor and that's because with what's going on, nobody wants to sell or buy properties because they're worried, they don't know what's going on, there's uncertainty, but also people are just focused on trying to sort out their personal situation around the coronavirus. So if you're somebody that's out there and you desperately need to sell, you need the money as a result of what's going on, then you are willing to take a reduction in the price of that property to be able to sell it right now, right? Because, for example, if I go out and buy that property, well, the, the cash flow from that property is probably going to be a lot worse over the next few months, maybe a year, maybe even negative, right? And a lot of people aren't going to want to take that on. So I'm certainly looking for opportunities where I can get a really good discount on a property. That is really one, uh, one example in my situation. Another one is stocks. Stocks are a lot cheaper than they used to be. You know, just a few months ago, they were 30% higher. So, you know, this is a great time to buy cheap stocks. Now, when I put it in inverted commas is because, you know, you could say it's cheap because it's, um, it was a 30% drop from, you know, a month or two ago. But if it continues to go down further or stays like this for a few years, then it's not cheap, right? It depends on what your situation is. So if you're wanting to invest in stocks for kind of 10, 20, 30 years for a retirement fund, for example, this is a great time. If you're starting your investment journey or just started it and you're doing kind of what you call dollar cost averaging, which is where you, you put a bit of your income every month into, uh, into an investment like the stocks, this is a great time because you're starting your investment journey with a cheaper price rather than a higher price. Even if it goes on for a few years at a low price or goes lower, you're investing consistently at a low price before it then starts to go back up, which it inevitably does, right? That's the way the market operates. It goes up, it goes down, it's very volatile, but in the long, long term, it goes up and it goes up a lot. It's just how much and which years, that's the question mark, okay? Next one is business ideas, okay? You know, yes, a lot of businesses have had to shut down, but there are particular areas that are crying out for support. I already mentioned it before. Delivery services, you know, anything that's taking things to people is a massive, massive help because everybody's stuck at home, okay? So logistic services are going crazy right now. They just don't have enough people to support it. You know, um, certain products, there's certain products that people are crying out for. Loads of companies are you know, retrofitting their, their setup to provide uh, specific products. So hand gels, for example, a lot of uh, uh, the distilleries, 
the ones that make alcohol, you know, alcoholic for consumption are changing to hand gels. And yes, a lot of those are doing it for free to help the pandemic. And it's not just about making money, it's about finding value to provide to what is currently going on. And that doesn't have to just be for a profit. It could just be to make the current situation better as a whole, not just for yourself. All right, lastly, I'll talk about working from home. A lot of you guys are having to be working from home because of the general government guidelines. So yes, that can be a bit frustrating. You're all stuck at home, you know, sitting on top of each other, maybe your family, friends, and so on. But what opportunities does that give you? Can you be more efficient? Because you're not constantly under the watchful eye of your employer, you know? Can you be more... Uh, adaptive around all the other things that you want to be able to do, exercising, you know, maybe cooking more healthier food, socializing more with your family and friends, being able to have more control over how your day looks, okay? You know, when we go to a company and we work, you know, nine to five, you know, with your employees, your colleagues and so on, there's a lot of that having to do certain things or look to be doing certain things and Working from home gives you a lot more freedom over how you operate your day-to-day work and all the other things. So think about, think creative about what you can do at the moment given this situation. Maybe, for example, you've been working really hard to try and work from home previously and this has given you a great opportunity to be able to do that and evidence it. So over the next few months, if you are working from home and you're doing it really effectively and you're providing even more value than before, when all of this subsides and you go back to work, for example, you can use this as proof to your employer that you absolutely can work effectively at home. And then hopefully you can look to be able to continue that at least in part after all of this plays out. So in conclusion, don't underplay the situation. Don't bury it head in the sand. Really look at what's going on. Think about worst case scenarios and plan for that in all areas of your life. On the other hand, don't freak out. Don't overreact to it. Okay, Keep calm, chill, meditate and be considered in how you navigate what's going on. And then lastly, look for opportunities. Reframe this from the negative to the positive so that you feel happier, but also that you get much better positive outcomes from what's going on. I hope you found this enjoyable uh, as much as I've enjoyed doing it. If you've enjoyed it, please do like it, share it with others that you think would benefit from this video. If you'd like to see my future videos that I bring out every week, subscribe uh, to my channel and you will be able to get first access to that. Um, If you kind of got some thoughts around the content, please let me know in the comment section. More than happy to address that. If you've got questions, things you agree with, disagree with, I'd love to hear your views and we can get a bit of a dialogue on that. If you want to see additional questions or topics covered in future weeks, maybe on the coronavirus still, but maybe even other areas, let me know as well and I can look to cover those as well. My main focus is to give you guys watching this as much value as possible. So the more steer you can give me, the better I can do that. I'll see you until next week. Bye-bye.